Hi, welcome to This Is Awesome, Who's Listening? I'm Diane Devone, and I'm here with my friend, colleague, um, traveler in the unknown, Josh <laughs> Liebling. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Diane. Josh. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. Good yes. to be here today. It is. It's great. It's great. Great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Great, great, great. <laughs> oh, so where do we travel to today? Oh, that is wow. a good question. <laughs> it is. I have all these things going on. And I know the last couple, I think the last couple of podcasts casts we did, I was saying, oh, I had a blank slate and I felt, you know, kind of blank in the moment. And today I, I'm like all revved up and I'm, I just came back from Montego Bay, Jamaica. And um, <laughs> it was really, I was at a workshop and a conference and um, it was on higher levels of consciousness. And I feel like my mind has been expanded and exploded. <laughs> and uh and I'm now trying to integrate this and um, be back in the presence of everything that I learned and everything that I experienced there. Mm, yeah, wow. Your mm. time there sounded so amazing. And uh, when you said that you want to integrate it, it made me think of integration can it be slow can it be fast can it be somewhere in between mm -hmm. in my experience um it's kind of been all over the place where sometimes i integrate something really quick i think when it really hits me when it really connects with me it it really sticks and then there are other times where it takes a a longer time and it's mm -hmm. slower mm. As you said that, I, I, it, it kind of brought me to a place of questioning, you know, questioning, oh, how do I integrate? I mean, I love, that's why I love our conversations, because every <laughs> time you say something, I go, huh, how do I feel about that? Or what, how do I, how does that feel in me? <laughs> <laughs> and I just so love this. And um, because of the spaciousness and the, um, we talked about this, I mean, I feel because of the trust, the level of trust that I have in our interactions, in our connection, the level of safety, the level of trust, the level of comfortability that I feel that gives me the opportunity and to me the space to say, wow, integration, how do I integrate? And I feel like it, it, these podcasts just give me the opportunity to slow down as well. I mean, this is what we are hopefully presenting to people, but it's also, it just, when you just said what you said, it gave me the opportunity to say, well, how do I integrate? Hmm. Mm. And for the most part, I think it takes me a while to integrate. Uh, I may cognitively get things right away, and I think that that's what happened in these five days that I was at this conference. Cognitively, I was understanding things, but by the third day, 
I went kind of into a, an emotional meltdown because I needed to have the emotional component, which to me is the body component. So this is higher levels of consciousness, which is coming through my brain, through the cognitive learning abilities. But I also need to incorporate a felt sense in everything. And I'm still in the process of the unfolding of understanding that. <laughs> so there's the duality. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense to me. And I've felt similarly before. Um, also, when I work with clients, I am uh, cognizant of helping them integrate cognitively, cognitively and also um, through the body that when you get a sense of how your body feels when you're, you've reached that higher state, it helps anchor into it. It helps you remember it, create a touchstone moment or a bookmark moment by recognizing and, and taking in where your body is at the moment and how you're feeling. It's like... Um, Adding another dimension. Maybe it's like going from 2D to 3D. 2D hmm. looks good, feels good, and then 3D is like, boom, wow, mm. what is that? It's like, it takes it to another level. Right. Yeah, I think, hmm, when you say that, for me, it's about, it's always about connecting to my body. I, I feel that I could, then I, I think I've said this before, then I would just feel, for me, that I'm just in a talking head mode without being connected to the rest of me because, and again, I'll refer back to when I tripped over the, sta the step or whatever, my head was leading. And I think I, I want to be completely in alignment and in balance, in balance, my whole being, uh, being, you know, moving forward. So how do I take everything in? I take it in full bodied, you know, all experiences. I, I like to think and feel and be in my full body. And so I, it's hard at times for me to separate that. <laughs> do you, do you know what I mean? Does uh, yeah, I, I, I got everything you said except for the end when you said to separate that. What, what do you mean by that? Well, I think that's the part that I'm trying to understand. You know, maybe I was asking, do you know what I mean? Give me some info. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give you some info. <laughs> no, yeah. Answer that, Josh. <laughs> no, I think what I meant was it's hard for me to separate, like, because so much we think is in our bodies but really there's it's being directed through our mind it's being directed i believe through our thought processes to say that this is how you feel that this is what's happening right now and i can only know what's happening okay i'm going to give an example i did the wim hof iceman experience in uh at this conference and mm. 
he's an amazing individual. I fell completely in love with this man because he was, to me, full-bodied. He was in his body. He was in his emotions. He was very present. It was just so completely, I was in awe. It was amazing. Wow. And we wound up immersing, immersing ourselves in a pool of ice. <gasps> and before we went in, he said to everyone, when you get, you have to go immediately into the water. And when you get into the water, you put your hands on your thighs. And every time you think that you're cold or whatever's happening, you remember your hands on your thighs. You connect to your hands on your thighs. And to me, that was the full body. Where was I? I was in my thought. Oh, my God, I'm in ice. That's my thought. My hands on my thighs. I'm in ice and I feel my hands on my thighs. Mm. I feel my body being in, immersed in this ice water, completely connected to my entire body. Oh, I see. Wow. Because like I, my question, a question I had for you was, what if your body tells you, this is too cold for me, we got to jump out. And you're saying that's the mind saying that, that, the body just says simply kind of like stating facts, like my hands are on my thighs, I am in ice water. Right. Is that what you're saying? Yes, because uh, that's exactly it, because everything is by a, a pre-planned or pre-paved idea of I'm in ice, this has to be cold. I'm mm. in ice, I can't bear this. I'm in ice, I can't do this. Yeah. But what about like the, how our body tells us if we're in, in pain or if like we hurt ourselves, it says, you know, this is, or like a burn, like you get burned from cooking or something. It, it's telling you that that's, that's too hot for your fingers, you know, right. watch out. Um, how is that different than this is too cold for you? Watch out. You need to, to get out of the ice because this might hurt us. I love this because he actually talked about these kinds of things and I and he really solidified a belief inside of me that says yes did I get burned you know if my if I put my hand in a fire yes does it hurt well it could hurt or it could be that I'm not going to uh, give in to this in this moment. And I don't mean that in a in a in an aggressive way. I mean, the last time I burned myself, I looked and it was a pretty, you know, it was a pretty intense burn on my hand. And uh, I looked and I said, Oh, I burned myself. Let me go get some aloe. Let me get some butter. Uh, let me get some baking soda. I so put all like of that on. you're making a cupcake out of your finger. What's going on? <laughs> baking soda, butter, <laughs> That's delicious. I... Well, that's exactly it. Look at how nice that felt. Did it feel good? I was making a cupcake. Now that's a thought. I love that. Yeah, that's a thought. So we were making a cupcake on my finger. And it was all better. You know, I remember like when I was a kid, my mother, you'd kiss it up to God. You know, right. like, oh, you have a, you have a, you know, whatever. And you, you kiss, the, you know, your mom, my mom would kiss it or whatever. And, you know, it would be like, here, everything's fine. Oh, that's my, that's, that's a true. thought. Then it would, it would feel better because the, the thought is kind of changing. Right. The thought changes the feeling. Exactly. 
So which comes first? I mean, that's why this is so dynamic, this conversation, because, and then in that, so then the cut or the uh, burn, within a day, it, it was gone. Hmm. I mean, there was still some redness there, but so I, was, you might want to say I willed it, but because I look and I go, I don't really, I don't really feel that this is a big deal. Hmm. I mean, this leads to a very, I think, a very big, maybe radical in some ways, conversation around pain, around illness, around disease. Uh, you know, I, I, that's, this is, a, it is, it's a very big conversation that to me is rich and, and very alive. It's alive for me too. And I, it's, hard for me to understand but also expands my understanding and awareness at the same time like i wonder if we could slow it down like mm -hmm. so you're immersing yourself in the ice water right and your body tells you that this is cold does it also tell you that it's too cold for your body or it, for yourself to stay in this for an extended period of time? Or is it simply just telling you, damn, this is really cold? <laughs> That's your mind. And again, I'm not a scientist, so I want to clarify. This is through my own life experiences. You know, I want to really name that. Yeah. You know? So this is my own life experiences, my own belief system. So to answer that question says that, damn, this is really cold. That's my mind saying this is really cold. And what does your body say? At that moment, my body was saying, I feel my hands on my thighs. Uh. I really wasn't in contact with the ice. Interesting. If every time I came back into my mind, I was like, wow, I'm immersed in ice. Holy, you know, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just be, wow, I feel my hands on my thighs. And breathe. I feel my hands on my thighs. But is that, could it also be taken that you're ignoring a part of your body signals? Or is it that you're ignoring what your mind takes from the body signal? Wow, that's, a, I, again, I love the question because I don't see it as ignoring. I see it as awaring. <laughs> I'm an, I mean, maybe that's not really a word, but I'm in awareness of what, I'm in constant contact with I'm believing right now that I'm in ice and this is dangerous or I'm in ice and this is too cold. That's, am I, I'm not ignoring it. I'm actually welcoming it. I have to be in awareness to something in order to not be in resistance. Oh, well, I could be in resistance, but to be in contact with it. Hmm. So are you saying that you were conscious and in awareness that your hand is on your thighs Yes. And you were also in awareness that you're in ice water and this is a cold feeling? Yes. Yes. And then I think that the next part of it came to me almost like I was a little shocked that I wasn't freezing. Hmm. I think, and then when I dropped into the moment of, wow, I'm not freezing, then I felt cold. And then I put my, and I kept my hands on my thighs. And then I came back to my hands on my thighs because it grounded me and it kept me completely connected to my body. Wow. 
It just blows my mind because it's that it, it's it challenges a way of thinking and and I find my mind right now trying to come up with some sort of answer as to how that's happening or the processes or what to do in what situation and it seems like there isn't that it's it's really open ended in in your experience and what you believe right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I just want to go back to it blows your mind. Of course it does, because our minds are being blown o- blown open. <laughs> you know, literally, I feel like we're like everything that we've been taught. You know, I feel like for me, it's, it's like everything we've been taught is being broken apart. Mm. So, I mean, I've broken bones and in that i just say i really okay my bone is broken what do i want to do you know what what's happened now you know in my body Hmm. does it hurt yes and then you know i'm not ignoring anything i'm not ignoring it i'm being in awareness to what is present but i think so many of us drop into fear and, you know, the fear piece just is so big that the fear takes over. You know, I was at my niece's and, and her husband's house, I guess it was last year or the year before, and she has one of these, I don't know, a ninja thing, you know, and the, and the blade fell and dropped on my foot. Mm. And it cut, my, it, cut, it cut my one of my toes. And I didn't even realize, because when it happened, I didn't... It, actually, I'll just go back. When it happened, I thought what dropped was a piece of plastic. So my conscious awareness thought it was plastic and didn't know that it was razor-sharp blade. Mm-hmm. From that, I'm walking around the kitchen and I'm trailing blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I look down and then she sees it and then we go and we sit down. And I had a very, very deep cut on one of my toes. And I said, okay, I noticed it, fear rose, and in the fear, I, I breathed into it, and then I said, okay, just get me some peroxide and, you know, some a rag or tissues, because it was bleeding a lot, and I said, and then if you have any cayenne pepper, <laughs> I would it's really another appreciate recipe that. Right here. Exactly, because all natural things. And I said, if you have any cayenne pepper. So she's looking for cayenne pepper, and she says, I don't, but I have some kind of Cajun spice or something. <laughs> so I said, give me that. <laughs> and I didn't have any yarrow with me You're because I always carry. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But everything is a food. If we go to the indigenous people, it's all about herbs. It's all about what's from the nature. So it's the same thing. So mm. um, I generally carry yarrow with me because that stops bleeding. And I didn't have powdered yarrow with me. So anyway, she make a very long story short. She got me this Cajun spice or whatever it was, and I. As I got the bleeding, I put my foot up, I kept my foot elevated, and I put the spice on it. And within an hour or so, it stopped bleeding. Now, 
if I would have went into the fear, and I'm not saying to, that I promote this for anybody. I'm saying that this is my life. This is my body. I felt the fear. I was with the fear. I allowed for it. And then I said, okay, so what do I want to do? Now, I could have went to the emergency, whatever, and they would have probably put a couple of stitches in it. And in that, I made that choice. I really don't want to do that because I know I could take care of this. So it stopped bleeding. And then I put a uh, like a butterfly bandage on it and kept my foot elevated. Mm. So there you go. If you have any, <laughs> there, there you go. What, what was the prep time and the cook time for the, for the recipe <laughs> right. so that we could outline it for our listeners? Right. But what, I love that. But what, what I love about what you said is how it's, being with it first and then choosing. I saw those two steps that mm-hmm. oftentimes we go right to the fear and the fear causes us or directs us to make a choice from that. Right. As opposed to what you did where you were curious and and not judgmental in a way of your experience, what, you were, what was happening to you and, and the cut on your toe. And by breathing into it and being with it, however long that took, a few moments, a few minutes, an hour, and then making a conscious choice from that, um, that allowed you to create your experience. And I, I use that word create because it, it was an experience from, um, it was less from the circumstances or from fear, more from how you wanted to show up and create it in your own terms and in your own life. Yes. Yes. That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be making that recipe for myself. <laughs> but Yeah. But um, I love hearing about it. Thank you. Yeah, because I think as you said it, I also want to say I've been involved in alternative approaches to wellness for about 40 years. So this isn't something that uh, just happened for me. I mean, I then I had different uh, um, aromatherapy oils, you know, after I put the peroxide on, I put these aromatherapy oils on and I continued cleaning it with peroxide for the next two days, you know, so that I wouldn't get an infection. And, um, you know, I then I I put some... uh, herbs. I have tinctures. I always carry tinctures with me. So I had some tincture on it and I ba- and I kind of cleaned it out with that. So it's a process and it's very natural for me and it's very organic for me. It's not, uh, you know, it's, it's, that's why I'm saying don't try this at home or do, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I feel like it's, it, it's a way of life for me. Yeah. That speaks to our episode about what is your organic this is your organic this is the way you choose to live your life right right yeah and to me it's fun it's fun it's enlivening it's empowering um and it's not being it's not motivated by fear Hmm. it's motivated by fun by fun, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It's like it's like, hmm, how am I going to handle this? What can I do for myself? That would be fun, and in in working myself with working up with myself on this, you know. Yes. Huh. 
And you have to be in contact. See, this is everything we do. We have to be in awareness and contact. We have to be in contact with, am I afraid now? We have to be in contact with, am I in resistant right now? Am I in denial? What am I feeling? And that comes through our bodies. Hmm. That's right. And something that I was holding on to a little bit earlier uh, while we were talking about the brain um, that I'll throw out there, which, I don't know, it tickles me funny, <laughs> which is that we can also, our brain is a part of our body, and we could also zoom in and focus in on the brain as a body part, not like our mind, but a part of our body, and get a sensation of how our brain feels right now in our heads what is it you know for an example if you're I've had it where if I'm studying something reading something taking it in knowledge where my brain feels tired or my like the physical part my mind maybe is a little tired but even more so the physical brain feels tired it's like oh I can't it feels a little heavy or it just feels I don't know how else to describe it, but it feels tired. And that's kind mm-hmm. of like having that body awareness of what my brain is feeling. And that's subtly different than what my mind might be feeling. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. I really like that. I love that. Your brain as a body part. I don't think I've ever heard that before. I really like that. Yeah, because it is. It, it yeah. is still a part of our body. Right. Yes. It just so happens that it also hosts hosts our our mind. Right, right. Yeah, I find that really interesting. Me too, I really like that. It's also like when, um, I think you were, I don't know if you said it on air, but when we were talking about your experience in the, I swear that you said when you came out, you felt a high. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you feel a high in your mind. Sometimes you feel it in your body. And that's a feeling in in your head. And there could also be the feeling of having a headache where it's it's very different. And it's it's not a high. It's like a a heaviness, a painfulness. And it could be interesting that those body sensations are happening in our head in our brain but it's and that's different than what is happening in our mind as we're taking it in like you could go into the fear of oh no I have a headache what what is happening or I have this high feeling what what's happening and that's like the analysis or the interpretation but the simplistic simplistic observation is different than that absolutely without the story Mm. the simplistic observation without the story yes because i think it's the story that kind of um you know gets us into trouble so to speak (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah and at the same time the story can not get us into trouble but could 
enliven us and empower us, just like your example with being the ice warrior. Your story was that um, I have my hands on my thighs and I'm conscious with my body right now. And this is an interesting, unique, dynamic, new feeling. And that's a story too. Yeah, I like that. It is. Yeah. Well, actually, that's being present with your body. Is that a story or is this, does the story come afterwards? Or are we creating the story simultaneously as we are being conscious in our body? I think it's, what would it be? It's the way we, way we speak to story. A noun, a verb. Yes, <laughs> you know? yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like the word story. What is the story? Is it active? Is it passive? Is it just a, a word in that moment? You know, totally. It's, it could be the noun or the verb. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what came to me as you said that. I was like, wow, okay, I do like that, and and also it's being created in the moment, and I'm present with what's being created. I'm aware of what's in the moment and and that's it mm. yeah mm. <laughs> talk, I feel like that's something that we could go into deeper but talk about my brain being tired I feel like <laughs> I we're, know, we're coming we're to the end of the show I don't know if I could <laughs> tackle what I just brought up right now <laughs> Okay, as I say, let's bookmark that. Let's bookmark that, exactly. (laughs) And I'm noticing from our conversation, I feel, I have this feeling of of this high feeling where I I get this tingly in my body when I have really good conversation or expansive conversation or something is new or something is really exciting to me. I get this tingliness in my body and I'm having it right now, and I I love it. I, whenever I have it with a friend or or on my own, it's 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 a message to me that I'm um, I'm having fun, and I'm in touch with what's happening in a deep way, mm-hmm. and it it just feels so good. I know it does for me too. And then it gets transmitted because I feel you feeling good. Mm. And then I feed off of that. And I feel like that's creating our, as they say, creating our own reality, you know, because Mm. you're high and you're enjoying life. And I feel that. So I become the recipient of that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so I hope all of you out there listening are. Uh, enjoying, as I say, enjoying this as much as I am. And, <laughs> uh, and thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much, Josh, for uh, being a collaborator of this experience with me. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Diane, for being in this with me and, and being in this together. It's mm-hmm. it's always fun, very yes. very fun and expansive, and I feel like I learn a lot too, even Me if too. it's relearning things. It's it's this umbrella of learning that is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, so until next time, thank you. 
Yes. Until next time, thank you to our listeners. Feel free yes. to comment or review on iTunes or SoundCloud. And um, until next time. Yes. Bye. Bye. Bye.